Good morning, beautifuls. I woke up this morning and I'm having to do some work myself. Yes, I do the work too. (laughs) It's hard. It's really hard sometimes. I get so pissed. Do you ever get pissed? But then I'm, I'm like, if I'm pointing a finger and I'm pissed, there's three pointing back to me that are calling me to look at the me too part. And that's what I'm going to explain today. Me too. So I've really been called lately to kind of look at who I am, what I want. why I want it and how I can create it. And that's kind of what this is about. Yes, I do come from the space of trauma evaluation. The title of this is I've been hurt and I've hurt others. And that's just the truth. That's what we little humans do. We get hurt and we hurt others. So I like to clean all of that up before stepping into creating a life you love, right? So when I think about beyond myself, the question comes up, who will I help? Besides helping myself, who else can I help, right? This question has everything to do with my core purpose, who I am, what I want. And why I want it. You know, what kinds of things daily trip my triggers, set my ass on fire, or my soul. Same, same. Every time I get discouraged, yes, life coaches are little humans, (laughs) just like you. And we have times that we're challenged. That becomes less and less the more work I do, but all little humans have challenges. I have a tendency to lean into all the clients that I have had breakthroughs with, right? That have I've helped have breakthroughs because I chose to keep going when I was challenged personally and when I was challenged professionally. Yes. I'm willing to be devoted to taking much needed breaks, personally and professionally. Yes, I get regular massages and chiropractic treatments. Yes, I pause and I rest now where I used to be a workaholic and push through and try to make things happen my way or the highway. (laughs) Yes, I pause and breathe now. I breathe oxygen all the way to my toes. My favorite place to do that is on my couch with my legs up over the back of the couch, breathing oxygen all the way to my toes. My body loves that. I didn't know that until I started doing it. My body loves it. Find things that your body loves. (laughs) Yes, I create rampages of gratitude. The other day I was questioned, what exactly is gratitude? Gratitude is the little things that you can be thankful for. 
I was working with a client and she didn't like where she lived, like she was having to rent a room or whatever. And she didn't like that. And she expressed that her gratitude will come when she gets the big house in the gated community and is able to drive the SUV and all the things, blah, blah, blah. What? I stayed with her. And we stayed in that conversation. And I explained the little things that we can be grateful for. I said, one of the little things that I get the biggest kick out of is that I love writing pen to paper. So I have great gratitude for good pens. Good pens that are inexpensive because I go through a lot of them. (laughs) She was like, ah, I get what you're saying now. She was like, they paved, they repaved my street and I'm a cyclist. And she said, I feel great gratitude for the smooth pavement pavement I get to ride on now. I'm like, yeah, I like that. The little things that we can be grateful for. You know, your cozy home, the roof over your head, the heat in the winter and the cool in the summer, (laughs) the food in the fridge, loving parents, visitors, friends coming over. Being able to go to friends' houses, being able to see friends at gatherings, being able to play sports, all the little things that we just take for granted sometimes in life. Rampage, make a gratitude list and make it often for the things that, the little things that you're thankful for. That's gratitude. Yes, I keep a celebratory page and I teach this in my practice. A celebratory page in the back of your journal or somewhere special where I log the love I create in clarity and in conversations with the people that I work with or have worked with. Sometimes I get a little note in Messenger that says I was thinking about you today and we actually worked together six years ago. I worked with them six years ago. They were a client 10 years ago. I heard your voice today, they'll say. Oh my God. Yeah. I take that to my celebratory page because that's so much value and it's worth celebrating and it brings me back to my purpose. Who will I help today? Besides myself, who can I help today? So let's talk about the people who struggle the most. The people who struggle the most are the people whose mind and heart aren't on the same page. We little humans were born with beautiful hearts. And that beautiful heart is still in there. But sometimes the experiences that happen to us in life create a mindset that is negative. Short and shitty. Lacks compassion. Is full of judgment criticism, blaming, and shaming. The people who struggle the most are the people whose mind and heart aren't on the same page. Often the people who are negative and judgy and jealous and condemning and critical and full of blame and shame and massive, massive mean-spiritedness super unhappy and wish that for everyone else 
that everyone else could be just as unhappy. Like misery loves company? Good God. We don't want to do that anymore. And as society, you're not going to tell me that it's not happening. It's not happening in and around you. It's not, you're not going to tell me that it's not, that you don't see it every damn day. That you're not experiencing it every day. If you observe them, the really unhappy people, they're pissed. And they're pissed because they've been hurt. I know all this because I've been there, done that. I was hurt. And I didn't even know it. It's, it's called a blind spot. I didn't even know how hurt, how resentful, how pissed off I had become. And I bet that's true for you. So in my work, we get that out. Up and out and onto paper. And we look at it and we poke around on it and we uncover and we discover all of those hurts. And then we reprocess it. And here's what I know for sure. When we poke around and we uncover and we discover all the information that's sitting in and around that original trauma, it is not the trauma that makes our soul giggle. But the information that we uncover and discover can totally make our soul giggle. There are, there are things that serve us that we learned within and around that trauma. Once reprocessed and revisited, we can see it clearly that it helps us today. If you were, if you were young and experienced incest, I guarantee you, you are a mm, beautiful protector of your children. If you experienced betrayal, like with infidelity, I guarantee you, in that information that lies around that, you will choose to never be under the umbrella of infidelity. You will be invited, (laughs) but you will decline because you know what that experience felt like for you. Does that make sense? Is this resentment, this um, jealousy, this judgy, this condemning, this criticalness, this blaming and shaming, massive finger pointing, is that, was that with us in our core essence? No. Life and life's experiences have hurt us. For some of us, hurt us severely. And then we became bitter, resentful, full of self-hate. And I got to tell you, hate for others. Takes people off into this negative ditch. My job every day, as I work with clients, as I do these podcasts, as I do my lives and so on, 
is to provide information that gets you up out of that ditch. I'm here today in this podcast to say we can choose courage today. Courage to change. We can do this by seeing clearly and admitting we've been hurt. That's number one. Just say it or write it down. I've been hurt. And because of that, I'm hurting others, bleeding all over others from my wounds. That's number two. Saying to yourself, when I point my finger in blame and shame and criticism and condemnation, there are three fingers pointing back to me. Those fingers are actually mirrors. Mirrors to my soul. If I say they don't have morals or they don't have rules, they don't have rules and morals, (laughs) where have my morals gone awry in my life, in my experiences? You know, it takes experiencing a lack of morals to see a lack of morals. If I say they have no rules, where have I overstepped society's rules? Cultural's, cultural, can't talk, cultural, cultural rules. Can I stand up in front of my church people and tell them my deep, dark secrets? Or are they just still inside of me, eating me alive? And allowing me to judge and condemn and criticize and blame and shame and hate on others. If I say she's such a bitch, where am I being a bitch? Or where have I been a bitch, right? The key to upgrading and up-leveling from resentment and judgment and all those things is to question ourselves, to rise to a 70,000 foot view and start to look at and practice with our thoughts first. Our thoughts about self or our thoughts about someone else. And we write down the actual thought and question the thought to uncover our blind spots It's a mirror concept. And we simply ask then, where do I do that? Where am I like that? Where have I done that? And then the me too concept (laughs) comes into play. The me too concept is next. Getting to the place where we can see and say me too. I'll say it all day long, me too. If people knew half of what I've done or did, they'd be mortified. They'd totally judge me, condemn me, disown me, etc. I'm not afraid of that anymore. That's a window that leads us to um, self-acceptance, forgiveness, love of self. And you may not feel that way. I feel that way. And I share all of those what used to be secrets 
in one-on-one conversations when they're appropriate with my one-on-one clients. And I have zero fear of them judging me or condemning me or hating me or disowning me or quitting because of it. I have zero fear of them telling 10 people, I could give two shits, go tell them. I'm not afraid of what used to be my secrets. And I want that for you. I want that freedom for you. Not that you have to go talk to people and or tell your secrets, but you're also fearless. Because those experiences taught you so much. Yes, hurt. They hurt. Many of them hurt so badly. Many of them are things that you wish you hadn't done or whatever, right? But the information that you can discover and uncover around it, the information part can actually make your soul giggle because what it brings you to today is a concept of love of self, of acceptance of self. The second thing is, it's a concept, a concept of forgiving yourself. I made those decisions in the time or I was in the position at the time to experience this, but what I learned from it is this, this, and this, and that shit makes my soul giggle, right? Number three, a concept of compassion and understanding and forgiving ourselves, which brings us to a place where we have compassion and understanding and we're able to forgive others. Number four, a loving place for self. No longer being mean to ourselves and mean to others. Actually loving ourselves and loving others. Number five, you won't know this until you experience it, but it brings forward this energy of kindness softer communication, gentler ways of being. And that increases your love for yourself. I have great adoration for how much I've changed from fear and feeling like I've made terrible mistakes and feeling like I've made horrible decisions, all those things. I've stepped into really asking myself what information was around those things that supports me today. And that's what I teach my clients to do. I don't have your answers. I lead you to the answers that are sitting within you. Number six, it's a return to how we were when we were born to two-ish, three-ish, four-ish, five-ish, until we started experiencing life. And some of those life's experiences hurt us. And we also turned around and we've hurt people. I've hurt people. Not on purpose. But I've still hurt people. It's also a return to our original core essence. It allows us 
to know, to rearrange and upgrade our beliefs, to feel the feels of beautiful boundaries, to feel the feels of being able to communicate clearer, kinder, with more compassion, more understanding, to feel the feels of forgiving those who hurt us, whether it's a little kid on the playground or a teacher or a preacher or Uncle Ed or whoever said something that hurt our feelings. We've all done it too. There's nothing that gets my attention more today than the one-liners that negative, hurting, trauma, traumatized little humans say. Underneath that one line that they say is this mirror that should mm, show them me too. I've been challenged in the moral department. I'm not going to crucify myself anymore over it. I did the best I can do at the time. What I'm going to do is go in there and look at all the information and tools that I gained from the freaking fracking experience. That makes my soul giggle. And that's what I help people do. Discover the information that lies around a trauma. The information that supports you today. Like being a better parent. Being a better communicator. Understanding. Being understanding with self and others. Being loving with self and others. You know, I had a mentor went to me one time that said... Everything, everything, everything is love or fear. Is what you're saying and feeling love or does it come from fear? Are you afraid your teenager will align with someone that has similar morals and values as you? Yeah, me too. (laughs) Are you afraid that your sister or your brother, they're going to meet someone that's going to hurt them? Yeah, me too. Hurt them like I was hurt. All those, all those hurts and injuries and traumas or blobs in, within your system that jade your communication. Jade your way of being. Throw shadow on it. Shadow on your way of being. And the only way to get better is to walk in it. And uncover and discover how it serves you today. When you do that, you discover this new level of compassion. This new level of love for yourself and for others. 
this new level of seeing things completely different than you did yesterday. And that leads you to freedom, to love and to light. And most of all, it leads you to creating better relationships, creating love and light and fun and laughter and mm, acceptance in most everything you do. Yes, we will run into trying times. Yes, me too. (laughs) I accept that now though. Like not every day is unicorns and rainbows. There are some things that I want to look at. Not because I enjoy looking at it, because I enjoy the information I discover that leads me to love. I step out of the fear mud puddle into the love mud puddle. I step out of the judgment mud puddle into the acceptance mud puddle. I step out of the, at the best of my ability, every damn day, I step out of criticism into me too. I step out of judgment into, uh uh-huh, me too. Celebrating my imperfections, my mistakes. And I'll make more mistakes tomorrow. I accept that. And it's okay. Do you know how good that feels? You want that. We all want that. That's it. Little humans want acceptance and love and compassion. And little humans are going to make mistakes. And we're going to keep going because we learn how to process all this stuff. And look for what makes our soul giggle. And look for how our thoughts, subconscious and conscious thoughts, can align with our big old loving heart. You want your mind and your heart. Same page. Same, same. I love you big. Hmm. I'll see you next time. Yes, holler at me if you have questions. Take that two-hour test drive. I brought two hours a week into my practice when the pandemic hit so that I could serve others in that two hours underneath the umbrella of volunteerism. Hell no, I ain't going to sell nothing to you. You don't have to be afraid of that. I believe that humans have the ability to make good decisions. And if I do my job well, you'll make a good decision. That doesn't mean you have the money to purchase. It means that the information is available to you and you will use all the free information I provide to start looking from that 70,000 foot view how you too can understand and reprocess and up-level your mm, day-to-day way of being and you'll make progress. I think it's slower and I think if you can purchase, please do, because it's, it's a fast track. <laughs> but I'm in love with helping others. It is my purpose in life to be able to help you. I'll see you next time. This is Teresa, signing off. <laughs>